On this episode, I'm sharing a strategy with you that completely dissolves the costly and limiting misconceptions about product launches. We're taking every approach you've been taught and giving you some serious forehead smacking aha realizations today. But don't be discouraged about what you've been doing. We're just showing you how to do it better going forward. Are you ready? Let's get down to business. I've heard other experts share their opinions on beta launches and starting with a single product on one channel and marketing the hell out of it. But here's my question. Why are you limiting yourself and playing such a hard game of sales that you're withholding from parts of your audience? I was listening to a podcast the other day and it talked about launching your evergreen post a live launch. So the live launch was, it went first, and it was intended to gain real-time feedback and in turn, perfect the evergreen. But here's the thing. Would you increase the price of your evergreen because you waited to publish it after the live launch? No, you would most likely decrease the price because you don't want to compete with your next live launch and because among your followers, you've already somewhat exhausted this topic. At least that's what most coaches are doing. But perhaps your evergreen is reaching a new audience, such as stay-at-home moms who might have found it more challenging to attend your live launch. But these customers have now been waiting and waiting, and they get a delayed release of your product, which kind of sucks for them. A common approach right now is to make money hands-free. This idea to create a product and set automations, run ads, and just walk away. But I've got to be honest— it feels pretty lazy. I mean, that's a really perfect example of being in business for yourself and no one else. But if you're a coach or you've launched some program, aren't you on a mission to help people? Here's the thing. There are three components to a successful product launch. You need a live launch. You need a product And you need a social platform such as Instagram or your podcast, however you choose to share information with your customers. The common misconception is that if you promote a live launch and a product at the same time, you're competing against yourself. This is because of ad space and because creators feel like they'll have a lesser response to one if they launch them both. FOMO is real, y'all. I see it all the time. But the root of this comes from our desire to make money. It's selfish. It doesn't stem from our desire to help our consumers. Think about it. Consider the person closest to you. If they needed you, would you hold back? If your dog was sick, would you only give her a little bit of medicine? Absolutely not. You'd give her the full dose for the next seven days. Psychology is such a crucial part of marketing and sales and business ownership. If your hook is an obvious bait and switch, I'm going to just look the other way because honestly, already I wouldn't even trust you. The same FOMO that exists for the business owner exists for the customer. And there's a way that we can practice the art of sales without creating a stress response for our consumer. One of my clients was selling her program for $150. She had about 80 bites per month, but it wasn't enough to quit her second job. 
So we started looking at her reports, and one of the ideas I proposed was to create package options for her clients as a monthly subscription. I suggested she offer an economical package and an inclusive package. Her immediate response was, absolutely not, no way, everyone is just going to choose the cheaper option. It's such a classic response, right? Like, you probably would have said the same thing. I explained to her that FOMO is actually created when you offer more, and trust can be established when your customers see that you're considering their needs. It needs to be a perfect marriage of the two. The economical package gave her customers exactly what they needed. It was just enough access that they felt satisfied, because we're not trying to screw them over here. We're not trying to force them into purchasing the larger package. We really wanted to give them a good value. However, the secondary package was $50 more, and it included upgrades, so it was completely worth upgrading for the extras, and the cost difference was very minimal. The $150 economical subscription is what she was already offering. The $199 subscription included the added benefits, and guess what? 98% of her customers chose to go with the $199 package. And the biggest feedback that she got from her consumers was, this is the best thing you've ever created. Why would I get that when I could get this? Thank you so much. It became a no-brainer. This method also improved her retention rate because when finances became an issue for a client, she could offer them an economical package versus losing them altogether. It was the psychology. It was the clients being able to see less and more side by side. We put it all on the table and the ball was in the consumer court. We advertised it as great options starting at and choose what's best for you. Some customers just want the bare minimum. So whether they're in a hurry or they penny pinch, they just want to get to the point. Other customers like to take their time and really let it sink in. It doesn't matter who your audience is. Among the crowd, every person has a different approach. Again, if your audience are all like stay-at-home moms, among those moms, you're going to have moms that are willing to take the time to make the time to do your live launch But you're going to have the moms whose schedules are so hectic, they really just need that product kit. So to only release one version of your product at a time, it just limits your audience engagement, period. I remember when I first started working in sales as a rep for a criminal background check company, (laughs) and I had no idea what I was doing. I thought I would cold call these companies and they would be happy to do background checks, but I was so wrong. It was surprising the number of owners who had absolutely no interest in screening their employees. I had to figure out how to spin my pitch so that it was more appealing. I eventually found my voice for this product when I quit focusing on the sell and instead turned my attention to my customers. Why do they need this product? And how will it help them and their business? This service costs money. So how can it generate higher revenue for the company owner? 
by answering these questions, I was able to show my leads that the background check product provided what they want. Higher revenue, better reviews, and a good staff. It also gave them something that they needed, peace of mind for them and their customers. A lot of my businesses were construction companies and they were always having issues of theft of equipment and reports of consumers just not feeling comfortable. This is such a cliche thing, but it was very true. However, at the time, this was, you know, 15 years ago, but at the time, these businesses felt like they would lose half of their employees if they implemented background checks. So it had to be worth the risk for them. It suddenly became such an obvious decision, and this was actually how I received my first promotion within the company. These are all examples of how when we put our client, not our cell, at the front of our decisions, we can really just all benefit and prosper. We establish trust with our customer and everything is face value. There's no gimmick. There's no sales bait and switch. There's none of the games, right? There, those things are just out of here. It's upfront, it's honest, and it's all out there. So how can we meet the needs of our customers and not suffer a loss because of competing product variations? Let's think of your program as a t-shirt. It's a basic v-neck and you're listing it on Amazon for $19.99. Now, imagine I'm your customer. There's a few scenarios that we can go through here. One, I've never bought from your brand before. I click on your shirt because it's the style I'm looking for. You offer it in white, but I really wanted yellow, so I'm going to pass and keep looking. No sell. Number two, I've never bought from your brand before. I click on your shirt because it's the style I'm looking for, and you have a variety of colors, all $19.99. I choose the yellow, and I buy it. Number three, the same situation, but I also really love the green and the pink. Your price is good, so I'm going to go ahead and buy all three. Last scenario, I bought a yellow t-shirt from you last year. It was a great fit. I completely trust your product, so I really want more. I'm buying two additional colors this year. In every scenario where your customer is limited to this or nothing, they have the option to say no. When you're willing to provide a service for your clients and you understand that it isn't a one size or one color suits all, you're just setting yourself up for more sales. So what would happen if you did a live launch and an evergreen at the same time? Who made the rule that they have to be the same thing? I mean, is that, I don't think that's actually a rule, but it feels like it. At some point, it became like this or that or this, then that. But that's such a limiting perspective for you and your audience. What if instead you were able to divide your program content into three different approaches? Number one, your evergreen or mastermind. Whatever you use, whatever platform you use, will reach the audience who needs three things, right? Because not everybody's the same. Some people are just going to want the, that to-the-point information. Another group of your audience 
is going to want scheduling convenience. I want to dip my toes in this. I can't do it all at once, but I still want the product. Number three, those who really like to comb through it and take their time a little bit slower at processing, they just want it to sink in. They're getting all of the key points of your product without the added intros or the lengthy explanations. They don't need to know why you chose this strategy. They just want to know how to do it. It's like if you want to get from point A to point B, here's the five things you need to do and done. The second approach will be your live launch. It gives customers direct access to you. This is where you share the purpose behind your strategies, why each part is important, and you're just you're elaborating on all of those points and maybe an extra tip or two like alternative approaches. Your Q&A at the end is going to be a huge selling point because you get real-time feedback and your clients get to ask the expert. The third approach will be, of course, your social media, sharing background information on your product. It's where you're going to introduce your product to your audience and convince them they need to learn about it. Let's look at an example. I share my podcast on this amazing new idea, you're hooked, and now you want to learn more. Then I launch a product kit, and I've scheduled my live launches all at once, in advance. Here's why this works. One, now that you want more, you know exactly where to go and exactly how to get it. Maybe you only need bits of the information. My product kit allows you to pick and choose what you need and leave the rest. I'm saving you time and money because why spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars for a full program when you only need one or two modules? But maybe self-taught methods don't really work for you and it's easier to have something explained. Or perhaps you did the product kit and you want to ask me questions. You got in there, you did the bullet points, you've already set it into action, but now that you're in the process of actually doing it, you want to know some more about it. Or you know that I'm going to be sharing extra tips in that live session and you're ready to tune in to my live launch. I don't share the same information on all three channels. It's the same topic, but different angles and different approaches. It allows my clients to choose what's best for them, and it increases my revenue too. Each component has an interesting factor, which is a major selling point for me. I'm not withholding anything from anyone. In fact, it's all on the table. I just don't have to wait to perfect my evergreen because my clients can get more information if they want more information. I'm sharing this product because I know the facts, right? Just like you, you had a talent, you had some information that you wanted to share, you know the facts. So when you're doing these beta launches, it's not the information you're trying to perfect. It's the extra bits of information that your clients want. That's why coaches are doing these two and three beta launches or live launches, making note of the extra material adding it to their content, and hopes to create the perfect evergreen. But what if we took a different approach? What if we saw our product kit as something that didn't have to go out containing all the ins and outs of this program, this information that we're trying to share? What if we use this as a method for reaching a part of our audience that we otherwise wouldn't be able to reach?
If you're only doing one, whether it be live launches or a product kit, you're missing part of your audience. That's it. You're missing part of your audience. So regardless of which one you're offering, when your audience wants more, they can come back and get it. So schedule your live launches at different times. You want to give your clients equal opportunity to tune in. And I always recommend scheduling three to four in advance so customers can choose a time that works for them. See, a lot of coaches make the mistake of, I'm going to schedule one day in time. It's the fear of loss, right? If they can't get in at this time, then they're, they're going to miss out. So I know people will sign up. Wrong. If I can't make it to that date and time... I just don't sign up. That's it. I just don't sign up. So when you have more than one date scheduled, it shows your customers that you're accommodating and they love convenience. So they're more apt to choose one of your sessions versus none of your sessions. I like to do live launches monthly, but that's because they're all on different topics. You can try monthly or you can do bi-weekly. I've had success with both. When you're pricing out your variants, your live and your product kit can actually be the same cost. And this is a really unique concept to a lot of people. They think they have to charge more for the live or more for the product kit because otherwise they're just competing. Wrong. Even though they're on the same topic, technically they're two separate products, right? So your product kit, it's bulleted information. It's giving those customers exactly what they want but it's information that they now own. Your live launch is a completely different approach, also giving those customers what they want, and they're paying for the Q&A, they're paying for that live engagement. So it's two completely separate things, and if you choose to charge the same for them, as long as your price is reasonable, you will have people who sign up for both. So there's so many options for pricing your program this way. You can continue to charge the same amount for your product kit and then add an additional fee for your live launches or vice versa. And you can offer a subscription to live launches. You can have loyalty programs. I mean, the sky is the limit. You just have to remember to think about your customer. If you really want to maximize your sales, stop thinking about the sales and consider what your clients need. They need options, flexibility, convenience, and information they can trust. You won't have to worry about missing out on a sale. In fact, this fear of missing out is already costing you revenue by limiting your audience engagement. This sweet spot gets you increased revenue, a smarter approach to reach more customers, and it eliminates some of the limiting beliefs that you have been telling yourself. Don't corner your clients. Give them the space to choose, and you can do it in a way that serves you both. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode has opened your eyes and inspired you to reconsider your next product launch. There is no limit to what you can achieve as long as you don't limit yourself or your clients. Now, if you're ready, I'm ready. So... Let's get down to business.